the people here, oh God. The seed must die and fall to the ground and bring life. It's counted once for a man to die. And after that, it's the choice of the second death. But we all have that choice. It's only counted once for a man to die. Second death is our choice. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, we ask you to move in this place today. We ask you to move in a special way. Father, many people have known about you. Many people have heard about you. Many people are here and they've never... Many people have been churched and they know about the procedures, God, but they've never tasted or touched your glory. It says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Let today be the opportunity for all of you that have never tasted the divine love of God to drink from His, His table today. The house of wine. He has wine that never runs dry. A, a water, a river of life that you can drink freely and never thirst again. Today is the day of salvation. We never know what tomorrow might hold. We all think we have so much time. But to those that don't know the Father, God says this is a vapor. This life is just a test. It's a it's a it's a trial situation. Some of us endure like it's all we have. If you only know the truth, the truth, the Son of David, the mercy, the mercy of the Father that He has for all of us. I was wretched. I was a, I was a heroin addict. I smoked crack cocaine. I've been in five prisons. A lot of secrets. Nobody knows everything. I was on the doorway of death, up nine days, shooting crystal methamphetamine. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I was baptized at 13, but I didn't want nothing to do with God. For 20 years, He chased me. I ran, ran. I said, God, if you're real. And I don't like religion. I can't stand religion and, and, and people that are, that are a double-minded men. They just, Lord, I want to know if you're real, what, what this Bible really says. I say, God, if you're real, save me. And that drug house, my apartment, the next day I moved out I went into a place he came to me in that room though he, that whole night I was coughing up demons out of me I was coughing up blood every time I coughed up I felt freer and freer didn't have a man touch me or nothing I had an encounter with the divine glory of God to the program they said you're losing your mind they sent me to a to a uh, crisis unit because it said this guy's losing his mind they gave me a pile of pills I threw them all away 
Say, God, I know I had an encounter with you. You can fix my mind right now, too. Said, I'm bipolar, I'm this, I'm that. They put a tag on everything that they don't have an answer for. The answer is Jesus Christ. Resurrected. He is the Messiah. That they all speak about. And He wants to save everybody. He wants to love everybody. Some of us have to go through situations like I did. But now He's real and I'll tell everybody He's real. Because it's the truth that set me free. There's many religions, there's many doctrines, there's many things, there's many voices crying out. There's many voices speaking up in this last day. But Jesus Christ is the voice that you need to hear. Every other voice will lead you to other ways, to other places. Jesus said, I am the door. No man gets to the Father but through me. There's no other door. Any other way, you're, it's, a, it's a, high, a hireling. You can't go over the wall another way. You can't get into the kingdom of God. And you must be born again to get into this kingdom. You can go to church your whole life. If you know right now, if a Muslim came up to you and put a gun to your head, would you, would you renounce your God or would you be in fear right now? If you would be in fear right now, there's a chance you just might not be saved. You can sit in a church in a denomination all your life you can go there once a week for an hour an hour and a half whatever you do and you can still not be saved because you'll know when you're saved you'll have a divine encounter with the living God and you will be transformed you will be renewed and you'll be touched and anyone in Christ is a new creation all things are passed away and all things become new God is resurrection and his power and he's speaking to you this is if you're here today it's not just by chance there's a battle going on. There's several people that I've spoken to yesterday that said they'd be here. Many, many, and they're not here. There's a battle going on right now for your soul. And this this today is our church service, and we're putting in the more. This is what Herbie would want in, in my family. And we're going to take every opportunity to let everybody know about the love of Jesus Christ. And if I didn't have an encounter with him, I wouldn't have the boldness to speak it out. There's many of you that knew me right here. This man knew me. Other people in this room have known me and know where I came from. They didn't know how deep and bad it was. But that one day, and it didn't happen overnight, I had to grow in the Word and read the Word. But He came, and I speak to my Father every day, and He speaks to me, and He tells me what to do, and I, and I do it. And He has the best things for me. He gives good gifts to His children. He says the heathen gives good gifts to His children. What more will your Heavenly Father give to you? That ask Him. Ask for the Holy Spirit if you know God. In the last days, you need that oil. You need that truth. You need that because there's many voices crying out right now. Many religions growing up. There's new age. There's all these things and other ways to God. But Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And there's only one truth, everybody. One truth. Yes, Jesus. The devil's main purpose, he divides the church. And then God puts a move in one church. They call it this. And then he raises up a man of God. And then another church comes up. And it's the devil bringing division. But it's still the church. God loves all the denominations. He's breaking down the walls right now. And He's calling us back to Him. Because there's a dying world out there. There's a dying place out there. And everybody needs to know the Father. Because without the blood of Jesus, you're just as, all your good works, everything you might do, everything you think you're good enough, you can't do. He says our righteousness is filthy rags. There's nothing we can do to get into heaven but be coated in the blood of Jesus. 
then we can make as many mistakes as long as we're going forth. He said the road to, to, to is narrow and broad is the way to destruction and few there that find it. Let everybody be here that few that find it this day. Come to the house of bread. Be around a prophetic voices that know the times and the days and the hour. I was watching TV the other day or somebody emailed something. There's a Spanish guy over there and he says that he is the Christ and he had an encounter with an angel. And an angel, he has 300, 400 followers that follow after him. He has a satellite. And they got signs outside their church saying, Jesus, come. Jesus said, I'll never, if they say I'm over here, over there, do not hear, argue their voice. Say, when I come back, I'm going to come through the clouds. And I'm going to, and the clouds will open up and then I'll come back. It's in our Bible. How many deception? God said, I'll put a delusion over the people in this last day. God is truth. And if I didn't meet truth, I wouldn't be bold enough to speak it to you and use this. But I'm going to use this opportunity of the love of my brother. Because God saved his life three times because he wouldn't have went to glory. He had an encounter when he when he got hit by that car. If he would have been taken, he had unforgiveness and all these things. Me and my wife prayed for him. Day and night fasted. He came out from the, the dead at least three times practically. And then watch it to him to go like this? No, because he got stored. He, he, God took him into glory. He got baptized the same day I did. He went to a, a program at 19 years old for a whole year. He was quoting scripture. But the devil wants to take you away from away from what he had. All your promises. And then we live saved and we don't live by the word. And then we have all these promises. And then we walk. And nothing of the Bible comes true in our life. Because we want to we want to do what we want to do. Or say what we want to say. And not, instead of doing what the Father has for us. He says, I no longer call you a servant but a son and the world is waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God to appear so we can be rose up in this last day and speak truth in darkness there's prophetic voices out there that aren't God and in this last before this election I many were crying out and telling the way of the truth but nobody nobody would listen now we have half the church they're all prophets now because now they see what's going on and they can boldly speak and will watch out because if they were silent before the election they're not prophets and they're not bold enough to speak the truth then stay away from such people what greater love is one to lay down his life for his brother? Lay down your life, please. Lay down being like doing this just for the God. Because all the souls that you bring into the kingdom, that's love. Jesus laid down his life and we need to do the same. But most of all, just be saved. Don't go without receiving resurrection power in your life. Don't miss this opportunity today. He is real. He is here. says in Ecclesiastes 3 there is a time a right time for everything a time to be born and a time to die time to plant time to harvest time to kill and a time to heal time to destroy and a time to rebuild a time to cry and a time to laugh a time to grieve and a time to dance a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones. A time to hug and a time not to hug. A time to find and a time to lose. A time to keeping and a time to throwing away. A time to tear and a time to repair. A time to be quiet and a time to speak up. A time for loving and a time for hating. A time for war and a time for peace. What does one really get from hard work? Have I thought about that connection with all the various kinds of work God has given us to mankind? Everything 
is appropriate in its own time. But through God has planted eternity in our hearts. Of men, even so, man cannot see the whole scope of God's work from the beginning to the end. And I know that this, that whatever God does is final. Nothing can be added or taken from it. God's purpose in this is that no man should fear for the all-powerful God. Whatever is, has been long ago. And whatever is going to be, has been before. God brings it to pass again. What was in the distant passed and disappeared. Moreover, I noticed that throughout the earth, justice is giving away to crime. And even the police courts are corrupt. I said to myself, in due season, God will judge everything man does, both good and bad. And then I realized that God is letting the world go on its simple way so that he can test mankind. And so that men themselves will see that they are no better than beasts. For men and animals both breathe the same air and both die. So mankind has no real advantage over the beast. What an absurdity. All go to one place, the dust from which they came, and to which they must return. For who can prove that spirit of man goes upward and the spirit animal goes downward into dust? It's a time for everything. Time to laugh. Time to play. Time to be serious. This is a time to be serious, church. We're coming in the last minutes, last times. We got a socialist regime. They want to take over the everything, the government. It's the Antichrist spirit. It's in the world. God, I was in prayer this morning. God said, you want to do this at the memorial? I said, there's people here that need to hear this. What seems on the news and what seems right to a man, what seems right is not always right. There was an Ahab, a King Ahab, and there was a Jezebel. Jezebel was behind the scenes, and Jezebel did everything. She was really the one, but he was just the, 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 the puppet, the man, the king that sat there and just did. But everything was, she was running the show from behind the scenes. We have all these different, in the presidency now, all these different places making people do certain things. It's been, it, it isn't even, this, this, this has been set up from, from generation to generation. It goes way back. The devil, it's all in the Bible. The devil has a plan to deceive the world in the last days. The, the, the Bible says, be a wise virgin and fill your lamp with oil. If your lamp isn't full of oil, you won't be able to see because you need to see. The word is the light and the light to your feet. And see, and it says in the, in the Bible that in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man comes and returns on the earth. They'll be marrying, dancing, laughing, and having a good time. They mocked at Noah for 120 years. But the flood did come. And Jesus is coming back. And the flood came. And the boat lifted up. The church will lift up. Only eight got saved that day. They laughed. 120 years. I mean, he, he, had, he was a man of faith. He kept building that ark. But when that door shut, he wasn't allowed to open it. No matter how they cried out. They said, oh, now we believe you, Noah. No, we're sorry that you, that we mocked at you and laughed at you and called you crazy. So shall it be when God comes for his children and all that are left behind. And they're going to say, what are we going to do now? Well, they're going to start pulling out their Bibles and start this. He said, many might get saved from that, I don't know. 
that they don't take the mark of the beast or what has to come, but there's going to be torment and you'll be killed if you don't receive the ways of the Antichrist. And we have the, we have the TV, we have the computer, we have all these different outlets. These are doorways into your home. As you get off the airplane, you have a door and you get off and you step through. That's a doorway into the city. We have doorways into our homes. The windows, that people that come in through their mouth. Any, any, anything that has a, a thing, TV, computer, that's a doorway. And when you let things in your house, the spirits that come behind it. That's why if you have a real, real Christian evangelist TV, you can get a healing in your house through the TV. Because it's a doorway. We need to guard that door with all that we have. The devil's been putting people at idle TV now. They sit 8 to 12 hours a day in front of the TV. They know what shows are coming on. That's all they talk about. It's just consuming us. Go back 50 years. And it says in the Bible that technology will just rise to such a level in the last day. And I'm telling this because I love you. And when I get in front of my father and say, you said everything I told you. And you did everything you can for them. My hands will be clean. He says, if you're a watchman on the wall, and you know something, and you don't speak it to your brothers, or cry it out in the wilderness, the blood is on your hands. So the more you receive, so these teachers that have risen up in the last day, and the guy on the TV that's saying he is God, and he's making all them, follow him, and they're deceiving them. That's a terrible thing. Scriptures purely say what the word is. Why are we so blind? God said that I'll put a delusion over the earth in the last days. In 1 Corinthians 15, 55 and 50 through 57. I believe this is it. Oh death, where is your sting? This is for us that are in the blood, that are righteous. Not, death does not bother me. I'll die right now for my Lord. It doesn't even scare me. The reason I get, sh- I get sh- upset because I don't really know the walk of the people. And I want to believe them. But I know with my brother, if he would have been taken in that, at that night of the car wreck, I don't think he would have went into glory because he was an angry. God changed his heart that whole time. And everyone, many people that knew him have seen the change. He didn't live perfect. But it says, return to your first love. It says... I know that patient I labor and that you cannot bear them which are evil. But I have one thing and you speak it to the church. I have one thing against you. You have left your first love. Repent and return to your first works. Or I will remove that candlestick out of that place. Run to the Father. Many of you need to receive a candlestick today. The sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Psalms 116.15 Precious is the sight of the Lord, and the death of His saints. It's precious to die in the Lord. See, Adam was the first seed. Jesus said, here's the garden. Here you go, Adam. Do whatever you want. Have the menu. Name the animals. Do all these things. Satan was cast down by lightning, but that was the test of man. And Satan deceived Eve. And then Satan said to Eve, says, surely you won't surely die. It was a half-truth. That's what's going on in the world now. Deception. It sounds good. It looks good, but it's not the truth. It's only one truth. He put a little untruth with truth. It's still a lie. And she deceived Eve. And that was the fall of man. But God had a plan before the foundations of the world that he would raise up 
his son, that he would come in the flesh and, and, and to the Virgin Mary, and there would be a Emmanuel would be born. And through him, many, he was the first fruit. A seed must die and fall into the ground and then resurrect. Jesus, we are the fruits of Jesus Christ. He says, I will raise up many, many Christians. Many call themselves Christians today. But if you follow them around, you'll fall right to the devil's den. You'll fall. And many just don't believe. Many don't think. Many don't. But I'm telling you, I've met him. He changed my life. Why would I be doing this right now? I didn't meet the glory and I hunger and thirst for more of it and the anointing is what breaks the yoke Jesus said my burden is light and my yoke is easy and I will break break the shackles of the enemy many of you are living in bondage right now and Jesus said I come to deliver the captive I to set the captive free the anointing is here today and the power of God is here today we've seen blind eyes open already Many people don't believe it, but we saw it. Confess it now. We saw a young man's eye open. Not everybody gets healed because everybody doesn't believe. It says you must believe. And you must believe that God is real and that He's true. That He, and it says you must be born again. And anyone in Christ is a new creation. Our spirit was dead through Adam, but then we received the spirit of life, the truth that comes inside of us. And it's a seed like a mustard seed. And it grows and grows and grows. Until it consumes you. God is a consuming fire. And he wants to consume everybody here with his love. Because when you die, you'll go into glory. And it says your works will follow you. And if your works are your works, not his work, they'll just be burned to stubble. Let your works count. We can do a lot of good things. We can go to a lot of cancer societies and do all these things. But you don't know where that might So into the kingdom of heaven for souls. But ministry isn't winning souls check what's going on with that ministry because God's main appointment is to win the soul. He came to this, Jesus came and said, I've come to destroy the works of Satan, the works of darkness, and I've come and I'm going to destroy the works of darkness. God is setting us up in this region for this last time. He's bringing a prophetic voice in this region. Been in the cave and God's been marinating in this word and doing the things and he's coming forth and it's going to be power, resurrection power. And they're going to turn and they're going to say, God is real. Because the enemy's raising up his passport. There's going to be signs and wonders in these last days. And they're not going to be real. You'll know my disciples by their fruits. Do men draw people to him? Jesus always draw people back to the Father. Many men are drawing them to themselves. Be aware. There's many false prophets, false apostles that are rising up in this day. Just because they have a lot of money and they have some bling bling and they have a big ministry doesn't mean they come from the purity of God and His Word. Jesus Paul told about all the New Testament. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through our God, Jesus Christ. Romans 6.23 Life is not a game, it's a test. And he who endures to the end shall have the crown of life and eat from the tree of life. Paul clearly said too that many false teachers would rise up in the last days. You got these many places and it's prosperity, prosperity, prosperity. But you know what? There's a price for that prosperity. God's not going to give a Lamborghini to a, to a young boy that's going to smash it in a tree. He gives good gifts to his children but in his due time. 
God is not dumb. He's a smart God. And He has everything we need if we just give Him what we hold. So every idol, we need to give back to Him. Well, this is a rally. And we're bringing this rally going to go around the nations because it said in the last days they rallied together. And we're rallying together because Jesus Christ is coming back. Many places that said, oh, we got revival. We got revival here. Yeah. But it's really just, just church. So we said, God, so don't even use that name because many won't even rally. And if anyone has time, look it up in the dictionary. It's very, it's very interesting. But now Christ is risen from the dead. And he has became the first fruits of all of us that are falling asleep. There was Abraham's bosom. And there was... Again, I'm going to go into that scripture. But Abraham's bosom, a- Abraham was there, Noah was there, Moses was all them because the blood hadn't been shed. It hasn't been placed on the on the on the altar yet. So they sat waiting. It was probably a split second for them because you know when you leave this earth, time stops. In eternity, we really don't have time. Jesus Christ is the Alpha. God is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Before Him, there was nothing. After Him, it's us. That's it. Once we leave this time, it's it. we're in a world that spins and spins and spins. But he's here. He's omnipotent. So he's looking down. There's no time with him. That's why he can go to the cross and go to, to your death. And he knows your whole life. And when he sees you, he sees you through the cross for your sake. So when he sees your death, you come to the, his glory. But if he doesn't see the cross with you and the blood on you, when you go to your death, all your sins will be counted unto you. Not because he didn't love you. Because he said, our righteousness is filthy rags. Because sin is death. But Jesus Christ, with the grace, all you have to do is receive it. It's a free gift. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to knock on doors. You don't have to. You don't have to do what we're doing. Many are called, but few are chosen. You don't have to do all this, but you have. And His blood covers your life, and you have to believe. He says, "Confess the Lord Jesus Christ, and believe in your heart, and repent for your sins, and then shall be saved." The devil tells you it's not what he has. There's a struggle going on in everybody right now. If you're not saved, there's a struggle going on. But you know what? You don't know. The day you leave here, what will happen? Nobody knows the day or the hour they're going to die. If they did, they would live like they wanted to until the last day and then get all right. God wouldn't show that to anybody. And no, neither will anybody know the Son of Man returns on this earth. go right into James 1 choice. Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which is the Lord had promised to those who love him. That's really all you need to do is love the Lord. He'll work the rest out. You got to know that we there's no possible way that we could come from an ache or anything like that. That's the, that's deception. They've taken the Bibles out of the school. They've taken the truth out of them because the devil is the God of this world. But we have dominion over him, so he's under our feet. But you must be a Christian, or he is your God. You cannot serve two masters. You'll either cling to the one and despise the other. You can't serve manna and God. You can't serve money and God. You can. God will give you all those things, but you have to serve him. There's only two kingdoms you're going to be involved in. Kingdom of light and kingdom of darkness. You choose today who you will serve. Luke 16, 19-31. I'm going to go through this quick because we want to uh, celebrate the, uh, the resurrection of my brother going into glory. And we want to have a good time. 
but we don't ever want to miss an opportunity for somebody that can receive the truth today. It's more important than gold than anything on this earth. all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All we like sheep have gone astray. And you, Lord, gather us. Let us follow your voice today, O Lord. I had it marked Hallelujah. Praise God. In the anointing, you get kind of lost, but you're not lost. You're really... Okay, I'm going to read Luke 16, 19-20. In the Living Bible, it's a little more understandable. God loves everybody. That's why he wants you. This last day, he's going to be raising the tone because there's, there's just so much going on in the, in the unseen realm right now. Many, So many false voices rising up. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Make sure who you're listening to. Make sure who you're watching. Make sure, and if you're not watching anybody, go to Jesus. He'll show you where to go, what to do. This, this, this thing is so serious and true that it's coming to an end. There was a certain rich man, Jesus said, who was splendidly clothed and lived each day in mirth and luxury. One day Lazarus, a diseased beggar, was laid at his door. And as he lay there longing for scraps from the man, the rich man's table, for the dogs would come and lick the open sores. Finally the beggar died and was carried by the angels to be with Abraham in the place of the righteous dead. That was Abraham's bosom. The rich man who died and was buried and his soul went into hell. This is a parable by Jesus. He's giving a demonstration of it. There was torment and saw Lazarus far in distance with Abraham. He said, Father Abraham, he shouted, have some pity on me. Send Lazarus over here. If only to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am in anguish Thank in these flames but Abraham said to him son remember that during your lifetime you had everything you wanted and Lazarus had nothing so now he is here being comforted and you are in anguish and besides there is a great chasm separating us a wall in other words, he couldn't help him if he wanted to. And anyone wanting to come to you from here is stopped at the edge. And no one over there can cross. Then the rich man said, Oh, Father Abraham, then please send him to my father's home. For I have five brothers to warn them about the place of torment, lest they come here when they die. But Abraham said, the scriptures have warned them again and again. Your brothers can read them anytime they want to. The rich man replied, No, Father Abraham, they won't bother to read them. But if anyone is sent to them from the dead, then they will turn from their sins. But Abraham said, If they don't listen to Moses and the prophets, they won't listen even to those, someone that rises from the dead. Jesus was clearly saying about hell. 
demonstrating that people aren't listening. There's churches on every corner. People know about it. People hear the word. They don't want to hear it because they don't want to change. I was there. I didn't want to hear the word. I was happy getting stoned and high and drunk and living up. You know, I wasn't happy though. It was a deception by the devil. All the things that I, the, 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 the things that weren't right in me, I go and I bury them in something else. Some of them hide themselves in their job. Some of them hide themselves in books. Some of them hide themselves in exercise at the gym. Some of them hide themselves buying and collecting cars or collecting things. Because something's missing inside of them. It's Jesus Christ. And He'll fill every void inside of you. All you have to do is receive Him. It says, anyone come to me, I'll receive Him as my own. He's our Heavenly Father. He created everybody. He says He has good plans to prosper you, to give you good health. He has everything we ever need. But the main thing is, we don't know how long we're going to be. This life is a vapor. No, I said it's a vapor. What's a vapor? It disappears so quick. Because He's in eternity. Eternity is a long time. To think of 80, 90, 100, even, even if you went to live to be 150, big deal. To eternity, that's just not even a second. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, John 3, 14, 15, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. John said it. Jesus said it. See, Moses lifted up the snake. It was a representative of Jesus Christ. Snake is disease and that. Jesus took it on the cross. All of it. And when Moses lifted up the snake, that was Jesus because he came that deception for us all. For that split second when the father turned his back and said, Oh, Father, why are you forsaking me? But he didn't forsake him. He received him back in the glory, but he left the presence of God, left Jesus, and it was so strong on his life that he would know, and that he did know. So now when Jesus was lifted up on the cross, he was lifted up. We all say, let's lift up Jesus' name, but I believe we go back to when he was, he was lifted up. He was on the ground, and his arms were out, and his legs were down, and they are beating the nails in him. Just like when they put the snake around the stick and they tied it and he lifted up and says, so shall it be the Son of Man be lifted up and all men will be drawn. We're lifting up Jesus Christ today and His resurrection and His power. You need to receive Him today. Be covered in His blood because anything else. It's all about the blood. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. The promise of the Holy Spirit was given. On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come unto me. The reason I gave my testimony earlier, it's not a secret says the word of your testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Whatever God's done in your life, you need to proclaim it. It's not a secret. I had a battle in that room. But Jesus won. And now many will come to Christ because of that. And a seed must die and fall on the ground and be resurrected. And we believe that. My brother had that seed when he returned back to the back to his father. He returned back to his first 
No, everybody's not perfect right now. But see, he was back. He returned the prodigal. He was out. He was eating with the pigs and doing all things. And he says, oh, if I could just be my father's servant. Even the servants are doing better than me. Let me go back to my father's house. And then, what? When his father saw him coming from afar off, he ran and met him. I believe that happened to my brother. And he came in and he, he, he said, all right, now I want to take you home because through you, many will be saved. Because he promised me on that day, when he, when he saved me, he said that all of my household will be saved. And he rose my brother from the dead almost three times through prayer, through fasting. Me and my wife saw his body lift off the bed. We don't glory about ourselves, but what God has done. Because faith saves him. And God kept his word. God could have let him go. He lost all of his blood. They said he had no, no activity in his brain. And the nurses were cursing right over his bed saying... He's not going to make it this time. Marlene, he got in his face and says, he will. You'll see a miracle. And we saw it. And God said that day when he died, we were in prayer right here. And he said, I'm going to do a miracle today. And we were looking for the miracle the next day. And we're still trying to do it. I said, the miracle was the salvation of my brother. Then you're called if you were chosen. Choose life today. God's not going to strip away everything. He'll, 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 he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to take your house, your car. Your, he wants your heart. If he has your heart. He, he has all that in him. He'll bless you abundantly and have no less. The devil wants to trick you. Oh, you received Christ. You won't be able to think the same or do the same or have the same friends or do. God will use you. But you'll know when you're saved. You'll know that you know you know. And if, and if like I said, if a Muslim walked in here, you take a bullet in one second without even thinking. If you don't think that way right now, you'd be scared. Put yourself in that position right now. Someone came in and said, renounce your God, Jesus Christ. If, you, if you've been going to church and you don't really know him. If you don't talk to him every day. If you don't have a relationship to him. It might just be that you might just be religious and not know it. Because the devil deceives us. But he knows God knows your goodness. And he loves you. That's why he's brought you here to hear the truth. He said, I am the way, the truth, and life. No man come to the Father but through me, through his blood. He's the door. And he's knocking on the door of your heart right now. Psalms 32, 1 and 2. I'm going to speak on forgiveness right now because there's forgiveness in a lot of your hearts right now. And God wants to break that because He can't forgive you unless you forgive everyone. That's what's going on with my brother, I believe. He forgave everybody. He even forgave the kid that hit him. He went to the courthouse and said, I forgive you. So there's nothing that I can think in my mind that anything that I could have any doubt that He'd be in glory right now. So after this, we're going to celebrate or whatever during the video or whatever. But after that, be happy for me. I grieved for a couple days. Jesus said, I bore your griefs. I bore your sorrows. And he smacked me that. I said, okay, take it. He took it. I woke up the next morning with the joy of the Lord. Once in a while, you get a little thinking because the devil wants you to go back and think about things. He wants to always keep you down. God wants to lift you up. Those that humble themselves in the sight of the Lord, for He will exalt the new season. Psalms 32, 1 through 2. Blessed is those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, and in those who the Spirit there is no deceit. Deceit is gall, disease. It's something that just eats away at you. It's just, it's, it's, it's a cancer. It's, it's something 
that you want to get away from you. The devil is that. He's a cobra. He'll suck the life out of you, little by little. He doesn't walk up and say, hey, I'm the devil. Here you go. He deceives you. He deceived Eve as a snake. He's a cobra. He wants to suck life out of you. Be aware. Many of the voices that are crying out and telling you, and God hit me with this yesterday, he says, everyone's prophet now. After the election, they have all the proof. Now they can boldly go on TV and say this. Where were they before the election? There was a voice crying out. Nobody listened. Oh, we don't want to spend all, all the big prophets, so-called prophets in the body of Christ. Oh, we don't want to. We can't do that because it's a very touchy situation. Then you're not a prophet. A prophet will speak no matter what will happen to That's why they got stoned in the last day. And you're going to see it more and more. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man sows, he shall reap. You sow corruption, you shall reap corruption in these last days. Come to the living water and drink and be lined up with truth. Truth in this last day, you need to be around truth. And now what? Look, claiming they heard the Lord. You don't hear nothing anymore. And now all the ones that didn't say nothing that were playing the, the, the middle line. They're all talking like, oh yeah, listen to this. We're gonna talk about the insurance plan and do all this. And now we're gonna talk about this. Now we got now we got the churches starting to see. Now we're big and bold. What happened before? What about all the voices crying out before? John the Baptist was crying in the wilderness. We don't. The, the true prophets, they don't have to say anything anymore. It's not prophecy anymore. Watch and see. Go study who was really speaking the truth before the election. Don't be unequally yoked with an unbeliever or dece deceiving tongue in this last day. Paul said many will be drawn away by their own lust, by the desire of their heart, what they want to manipulate, what they think they want to do for God or what God wants to do. And they go and they have imaginations of the whole heart. And they dream dreams in their own imagination of the heart. And they said the Lord has said, but the Lord hasn't spoken anything. Isaiah 43:25. I even I am he who blots out the transgressions for my own sake. And I will not remember your sins. Luke 17, 3 through 4. Take heed to yourselves. If your brother sins against you, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if his sins against you seven times in a day, and even seven times a day returns to you, saying, I repent, you shall forgive him. It's never accounted to you to hold unforgiveness from anybody. The Lord's shown there's a lot of that in this room today too. We just want to break all that stuff so God can pour His love on you. Pour His anointing and give you the joy that surpasses all understanding. The devil wants to hold offenses, put walls up in your heart, in your mind, in your churches, in your places, in your home. He's called divorce, demon, denomination, all with the deception, discrimination. But I claim a deliverance today in the yes. name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. God only has the eraser to blot your sins out. No man can do it. Only Jesus Christ. And the whiteout is His blood. Mark 11, 25, 26. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in Heaven may also forgive you of your trespasses. But if you don't not forgive, 
neither will your Heavenly Father forgive you. This is a very important scripture. Because there's been people that had visitations to hell. And God sent them back. He says, you are coming here. He says, what? I cast out demons in your name. I rose the dead. I preached your word all the time. He says, yeah. But you have unforgiveness in your heart against this word. But it's all. And the Lord sent it back. And he sends people like that. He has supernatural. John was taken up to the third heaven. These encounters happen, but no one believes that they call it. And there's a false going on too. But be sure if it lining up with the scripture. Everything will line up with the scripture. So that's why you need to know the scripture. Fill your lamp with oil. Foolish virgins don't read their Bible. Foolish virgins just go to church and don't live for God. And they're going to be separated. God's separating it right now. The tares and the wheat. Come in right now. If you're not in, then we're going to get, get right up. You're going to be right there in the remnant. It takes one second. You're, ju- you're better than the remnant. The day you come into Jesus Christ, that day, I, that day was the best day of my life. I, I longed for that day again. The presence of God, the, all the things that you speak to me, I took it for granted. I was like, wow, this is crazy. And then he said, okay, walk by faith, not by sight. But I've seen the supernatural and the love of God. He came, then he grabbed me out of the mire pit and he put me on solid ground, just as the scripture reads. believe God's going to move and minister to some people here today. His anointing's here and break yokes to love on you. Whatever you need, he's got it. He's like got the treasure chest. And everything we all need. Not what our flesh needs, what our spirit needs. And it longs for it. Hebrews 3, 7 through 8. So therefore, the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear His voice, and do not hearken your hearts as in rebellion, in the day of trial in the wilderness, today is the day of salvation. Isaiah 55, 6. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Revelation 3, 20, 21. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens up the door, I will come into him and, and dine with him and him with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne. As I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Right now everyone just close your eyes. Jesus is speaking to your heart. If you don't know him, he's there. Some of you feel a battle going on inside of you. Some feel it's the love of God. You know the Father. Some of you have never encountered the love of God. If you'd want to encounter the love of God today and know that beyond a shadow of a doubt whatever happens to you from this day forward if you've never confessed that Jesus Christ is your Lord and really been saved did it with a pure heart He wants all of your heart we don't want to convince you in anything He wants to give you everlasting life and love and joy and you'll know that you're saved if you have any doubt in your mind if you've even been to going to church all your life but you really don't know because of the things, the truths you're hearing over here and different things and you're confused. Get rid of the confusion today and just lift up your hand when we, when we ask. When Jesus is, these are not my words today. They're God's word and they're from his Bible. Everything, I was just a connector 
from one realm to the other, God used me as a conduit. But it was Jesus Christ's words, and they will bring life. And no word, not one, shall hit the ground. They shall accomplish everything that they're sent to do. And your heart is the field, is the garden. And the seeds that He's just given you, He wants you to receive them. So right now, if you don't know Jesus Christ, you could actually say, not, I'm not asking you if you've been to church. I'm not asking you if one day you said some prayer with somebody, but you never changed. I'm asking you if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. If you know of today, if you walked out into that, on that street and didn't look both ways and got hit by a car and you died just now, right when you leave here, do you know that you'll go into glory with God? I want to give you that chance. It's a simple choice. It's a simple, it's everlasting life or death. I don't know why there's even a decision. But there's only one truth. And I told you today when I gave you my testimony, I met the truth. I proclaim everything that what I've spoken is truth. And I ask you right now to slip up your hand if you want to receive everlasting life and live with the Father. I see one hand, two hands, three hands. Come on, I know there's more. Four hands. And I'm going to make another altar call today. Anyone that's a Christian, a child of God or not, has any unforgiveness in their heart, we're going to, we're going to leave here today with nothing on us. And I want to call that for anyone. If you raise your hand for salvation, um, Come forward right now and, and uh, come up front. And uh, before you do that, I'm going to call another group because I don't want to pinpoint anybody. No one will know. It's none of their business. That's right. But I saw the hands. And now anyone holding unforgiveness, because I do that all day, but I clean myself daily. But some people don't understand that. So I would come up to this altar call because a couple days ago I was holding unforgiveness towards somebody. And I'm meeting a pastor that, that, that I thought did me wrong and I'm going to have lunch with him and we're going to sort all these things out next Thursday. Because I'm going to go high in him. And nothing's going to stop me. So if you're holding anything in your heart. And you might have said, oh, I don't know. That's past. You know because you blocked it. And you put these things in your heart. I ask you to raise your hand if you want God to for- if you want to forgive that person today. See a hand in the back over here. Another hand. Another hand. All right, now. All of you. I see some more hands. It's okay. Just come up front and we want to pray with you. And if anyone has, a, has, a, has a, something in their body that needs healing, God heals too. He's a healer. He heals broken hearts. He heals, he heals messed up minds. He heals mentality. He heals mindsets. If you raise your hand for any of those, come forth and, and receive your blessing from God. I saw who you were, so don't be ashamed. He said, if you be ashamed of him, we'll be ashamed of you. Today is the day of salvation. And those of you that raise your hand, God saw it. You get it with a pure heart. I just say right now, your sins are forgiven and you are saved. Say, Lord Jesus. And everybody that said that, that raised their hand, that didn't come up front right now, there's a bunch of you. Um, say this prayer. 
as I pray with him and say the prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me for all my sins. I believe that, I died, that you died on the cross. You rose from the dead. Come into my heart. Save me. I thank you that I'm a child of God.